welcome. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Where is 2023 gone? We're there. Hey, I am recording this uh, Friday night, the 22nd of December. We're getting there. I really haven't had a chance to do a lot of Christmas shopping yet, but that's just kind of the way I, the way I roll, I guess. I don't know. Kristen and I really don't give each other a whole lot of gifts and usually buy what we need anyway throughout the year. And But hey, I'm looking forward to it. We got a big, uh, big Christmas Eve night planned, and should be, should be good. The day should be fun too. So it should be a great time. How about you, Omar? Everything going okay? <laughs> you know what? Let's kind of change the uh, direction here a little bit. I'm going to tell you a hospital story tonight. Okay, story about uh, <laughs> oh, one of the uh, many characters I met when I was uh, in the hospital many, many years ago. Be about 25 or so, 25 years ago. Now you remember back then? Not, right now, if you go to the hospital. For the most part, most of your hospitals are going to give you private rooms. That's just kind of the way they do things anymore. And a lot of that's what the HIPAA laws, what they can and can't say in front of a roommate and all that kind of thing. So they've changed a lot. Most of your hospitals now are strictly private. But for a long time, forever actually, hospitals had no problem with doubling you up. So about 25 years ago or so, I was uh, hospitalized for a heart condition. Now, before anybody gets all panicked, the heart condition has been fixed. It's really good shape now has been this good a shape in years and years but at the time it was kind of a serious situation so they brought this fella in to be my roommate and he was he was something else he was a big fella he was about six five maybe weighed 340 or 350 uh he was huge he was had a big personality big voice uh very as i say his arms were huge he had his arms were bigger than my waist i mean this guy was a bodybuilder and he was just a massively built person he was an African-American fellow, very nice guy. I really, really liked the guy. I got along very well with him. He uh, had chains, and he had a Mr. Cheese, uh, Mr. T starter set. Try to say that too fast. And, you know, he had all these chains on him and these earrings and all this kind of stuff. And he really was a ferocious-looking guy. He wore a fedora and kind of one of those leather vest type things. But as I say, just an absolute nice guy. We had a lot of great talks, he and I. I mean, it was uh, one of my more memorable roommate experiences. Uh, that I've ever really kind of been around. Very, I, I can say, yeah, I couldn't say enough good things about him. He he used to talk about uh, sports. He knew a lot about sports. We talked ball games all the time, but mostly from a gambling perspective, he talked about being a high rolling gambler and you know, hey, whatever it is. You know, he would talk about all this stuff. Tell me how to bet baseball and point spreads and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like I say, we had some good talks. He also talked about being a pool hustler in his hometown. You know, that he was out going to the pool halls and taking money from people. Now. One of the things that I have always, philosophies I've always tried to live by is I'm not going to spend any time or energy trying to argue with the person. If a guy says he's a pool hustler, then as far as I'm concerned, he's a pool hustler. I don't care. You know, hey, you're not, you're not, you are, you are. I'm not going to waste it. Nice to say, I'm not going to waste the time and energy trying to figure out, you know, if you're telling the truth or not. Just tell your story. Let's have fun and let's go on with it. You know, I'm not going to, again, waste too much time with it. And this guy claimed he's a pool hustler and a big time sports gambler. Hey, fine. That's what the guy says he is. So as time went on, it was, you know, I, I had about three, two or three days left and he was about to get uh, sprung out. They're about to sprung out, about to release him from the hospital. And he'd come in for his treatment. Apparently, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. Apparently he had a mild heart attack. We'll talk about that in a second. They're getting him, they tell him to get dressed. All right. They come in and say, sir, you're going to be released today. Go ahead and get dressed, get ready. We'll be in with all the, you know, your, your aftercare and all that kind of stuff as we go along, but please get ready. So the guy's putting on this Mr. T starter kit and getting all his chains perfect and his earrings all in. And then he just decides he doesn't want to leave. 
So he uh, calls, hits the nurse's button. The nurse comes in and says, yes, can I help you? And he says, yeah. He says, uh, what about my arm? Excuse me, sir? My arm. My arm hurts. I told you my arm hurts. Remember when I came in? I said, my arm hurts. Of course, the nurse says, sir, I have no idea. Well, my arm hurts. I don't want to go. I'm not going to leave. I'm going to stay in this room. I'm not going anywhere. Jeff, you tell him. He points at me. The nurse looks at me. I have no idea what he's talking about. You know, I'm just laying here trying to get care here, trying to get my heart going. I got another two or three days left here, you know. And, and he says, nope. He says, I'm not going anywhere until they fix my arm. So the nurse says, well, let's get dressed and we'll we'll figure this out. Get ready and we'll get going. So he kind of hems and haws and he looks at me. So I'm staying another three or four days. I'm not going anywhere. And so someone comes in a few minutes later and says, you know, what's your problem? He says, well, I'm, I need, I'm not going anywhere until they fix my arm. And he says, sir, the way it works is if you have an arm issue, you were brought in for a heart attack. Uh, we're, we, dealt, we treated you for that. Now, if you got an issue with your arm, you need to go back to the emergency room, go to the ER. They will work you through if determined they need to care. This guy's throwing a fit, right? He wants to get this, he wants to get this arm fixed. Supposedly got a problem there and he doesn't want to leave. So <laughs> a few minutes later, and this is probably not a good idea, but some young lady who was a dietitian walks in and telling him about his, about his food. Now, apparently he had had a heart attack. And of course, through the course of the heart attack, they determined that he had high cholesterol and high blood pressure. Uh, again, with his size, you know, <laughs> that's totally to be expected. So this girl starts telling him what he can and can't eat. In the middle of this thing, this guy gets mad. He says, no, no, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 What do you mean I can't eat these foods? You know, they say, well, sir, this is bad. It's high caloric. It's high cholesterol. It's got a lot of sodium. He says, my favorite food is uh, French fries with gravy on them. Do I get to eat those? Of course, the girl said, well, sir, that, that's probably something you wouldn't want to eat. No, that's a very, and he just starts getting mad. No, that's my favorite food. I'm going to, Jeff, you tell him I'm going to eat my gravy and fries. Jeff, you tell him that. I want you to tell him. I said, whoa, hold, hold on. Well, uh, yeah, uh, listen, <laughs> I'm not trying to get involved here or anything, but, you know, all she's trying to do is tell you what to do to stay alive, basically. You know, and they're trying to get you some food. Well, I'm gonna, I like that food. Next, you're going to tell me I can't eat pizza. And she said, well, sir, again, pizza is probably something you don't want to have either. You know, that's probably not the best best food for you to eat with someone in your in your condition. And he starts going off on her again. I'm going to eat all the pizza I want. You can't tell me. Jeff, you tell her I get to eat pizza. Jeff, you tell her I get to eat pizza. I'm looking at her, what? So me thinking I'm going to be a nice guy kind of thought, well, I'm going to add something to it. I said, well, tell you what, you know, I think what they're trying to do is it gets you to avoid the high caloric, high sodium type of things. You go, whoa, 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 what's that sodium? Excuse me? What's sodium? Well, that's commonly found in salt. I mean, and that contributes, uh, you know, according to testing and everything, contrib to contribute to high blood pressure. And they, if you've got a high blood pressure issue, they're going to tell you to cut back on the, the sodium. I'm not changing my salt. I eat salt on everything. I take salt with me everywhere. I eat a lot of salt. I said, well, that might be part of your problem. If you're eating that much salt, you can probably cut all that back and you're still going to be fine. He's nope, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. These people aren't going to tell me what I can and can't eat. That's just not going to happen. And he is ranting and raving and carrying on like, uh, I mean, just a banshee here. The guy is just going crazy. Finally, the dietitian looks at me and rolls her eyes and kind of walks out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he looks at me and says, can you believe that they're trying to tell me that? And I said, well, again, they're just trying to save your life. And, and what they're telling you is, is medical science, basically, that you really shouldn't be eating this stuff. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. And then he yells out to he yells out as, as this girl walks by and he says this uh a dietitian walks by, you tell him to get in here and fix my arm. Jeff, tell him to get in here and fix my arm. Okay. 
So a few minutes later, another guy, maybe half an hour or so later, another guy walks in, and this is a guy uh, who's going to tell him how to use a CPAP. They want to put him on a CPAP machine so he can breathe at night and, again, save his life. And the guy starts to, what, what is that thing? You know, my roommate says to the guy, he says, well, it's a, what we call a CPAP machine. And now you're going to put this, when you go to bed at night, you're going to put this over your nose and mouth, and it's going to blow air into it so you can breathe. He's, oh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. He says, I'm not going to do that. And the CPAP guy looks at him and says, excuse me? Well, you know, again, it's been ordered by your doctor. And he said, I'm not doing that. He says, what if I get me a dolly coming over the house one night? And she's going to think I'm a monster. Jeff, she's going to think I'm a monster, right? Jeff, you dumb. She's going to think I'm a monster. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Oh, boy. I don't know. You know, just, you know, go on your way. <laughs> so this goes on a few minutes, and he's not wanting anything to do with the CPAP, so the CPAP guy leaves. A few minutes later, a, a doctory looking type guy. And I say doctory looking because he's got a stethoscope around his neck and he kind of looks official and he kind of is looking at the chart. You know, you know, those guys who are in the hospital, like, you really have no idea who they are, but they come in, they kind of write stuff down on the chart and they got a stethoscope. Do you think they're, they're important? You know, and you know, I think one time I asked a guy something, and the guy says, Excuse me, I'm just here to change, uh, clean the toilets and, and change the trash can. <laughs> you know, you know, they are, they look around, they write stuff down. So this guy's writing all this stuff down and and he looks at this, my roommate, and he says, all right, he says, what's this about the food? And the guy says, I want to get my arm fixed. The guy says, no, there's nothing wrong with your arm. He says, your arm's fine. You came in here, we told, we x-rayed it, we told you nothing wrong with your arm, and uh, we told you to take a couple aspirin, you'll be fine. I don't want to hear about your arm. Now, what's about the, about the food? So I'm not going to eat all that stuff. Well, then you're coming back. It's the way it works. Well, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm not leaving. And he starts arguing with Marcus Welby here for about 10 minutes, you know, about he needs a CPAP, and he need, he's not going to do it, and he needs his food, he's not going to do it. And finally, the doctor just turns around and walks out. He says, I'm not dealing with you. He turns around and walks out. And as he's walking, of course, the guy's saying, you get in here fix my arm. So a few minutes goes by, and I'm just sitting there at the, sitting laying, you know, I really in the bed there, and I'm thinking, I don't want to deal with this anymore. This guy's really got to go now. No, I mean, I like the guy. He's, we're getting along well, but it, but it's time. He's kind of. He's kind of just out there. And about that minute late, uh, the nurse comes in and says, hey, uh, you about ready to go? He said, I'm not going anywhere. I told you I'm not going anywhere until they fix my arm. I am not going anywhere. Oh, he went somewhere. About 20 minutes later, two big orderlies showed up in a wheelchair. And they said, sir, you will be getting in this chair one way or another. And the guy, I, you know, you will be getting this chair. They got to fix my arm. You, you, sir, you're getting into this chair one way or the other. If not, we'll bring the cops in and we will drag you out of here. But you're leaving right now. And a guy turns around and looks at me and he says, Jeff, can you believe they're saying this to me? <laughs> hey, have a good life, guy. Really, I hope I hope it works well for you. And I really do. I sincerely, the day I, I really do, I hope that, you know, he kind of figured his way out. My guess is that many years ago, and if he was going to treat his body that bad and do all the stuff that he was doing, my guess is that he's probably not around anymore. But hey, who am I? I never saw him again, but it was kind of funny. Like I said, we had a nice time up until that point. But hey, after that, you just never know. Okay, let's do, let's do some business, and I'm going to shut her down here. We can get ready for the holiday. Uh, for all your pickleball needs and enhance your pickleball scores, it's enhancedpickleball.com. Your discount code, JeffHair79. Also, it is Lawrence Company for all your fine jewelry, L-O-R-E-N-C-E company.com. Your discount code, JeffHair. And also, if you want more fine jewelry, another one of these London-based companies. This one is called Dion Company, D-I-O-N.com. Don't have a discount code for them yet, though. They just sent me a real cool watch. So, watch is real cool. They sent me one of those uh, 
Fitbits that I got on there now, and I can measure what my heartbeat, and I'm walking, and I'm sleeping, and what time it is, and all that kind of, I mean, it's crazy, right? I'm sitting around there, you know, hey, well, check my blood pressure. <laughs> my blood pressure is good, by the way. I, it's one of those things I, over the years, have uh, been able to, uh, for some reason, doctors are just shocked. My cholesterol is not bad. My blood pressure is not bad. I'm a pretty good-sized guy myself, I think. Something I live with. I'll take it every day of the week. But anyway, hey, thanks for listening. Appreciate you coming on board tonight. Uh, this has been Did You Hear That? My name is Jeff Hare. On behalf of my producer, the great Russ Omar, we thank you for tuning in, and we wish you a very Merry Christmas. Be safe. We want you back. We love our audience. We really do. Got a big year plan coming up in 2024. More stories, maybe a few more lists. First of the week, or keep doing that on Sundays. That's really been good. I hope you'll enjoy the first of the week. I do it every Sunday night. Always a response to it. I appreciate everybody who uh, tunes into that. As they do tuning into, did you hear that? So, with that, we're going to tell Mr. Miles Davis and his orchestra take us home. Have a good evening.